What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our Water's Edge online Sunday morning worship experience once again. Thank you so very much for tuning in and hanging out with us today. For those of you that continue to like and share these online worship experiences with your circle of influence, thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. We have people tuning in from all over the place. Also, our live and in-person services are back wide open with a full experience. Come on back so we can see you live and in person, a full worship experience, nursery, kids' church, cafe. Also, for those of you that continue to worship with us by giving online and worshiping with us through generosity and meeting our new $10 challenge. Thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. That allows us to help more people, love more people, feed more people, and serve more people. Now today, I'm very excited about this. Today, we begin a brand new series, and this series is called Heart to Heart. And starting today and over the next few weeks, this is what I want us to do. I just want to share some of my most important passions of my heart and some of the most important lessons that I've ever learned in my life, in my soul, and in my heart. I want to share my heart with you and my passions with you, for you. I want to share my heart and my passions for me, for you, for our church, and for our community. And so today, we begin with part one. Now, think about this. What do you do when you absolutely know that your life is not going to turn out the way that you thought it was? What do you do when you know that your life is not going to end up and turn out the way that you had it planned out? Now, we all know this to be true about life. Two things, actually. Number one, we know this is true, that life is very exhausting, and it's very exhausting on our soul. And number two, life can be very chaotic sometimes, and life can be so, so very heavy sometimes. And for so many people today, life, and in their life, it feels like they're just actually surviving, and they're not living. They're just barely surviving and they're not living because let's be honest, we would all probably today enjoy a little bit more peace, love, and joy. A little bit more peace, love, and joy in our life and we would probably all enjoy a little bit more peace, love, and joy in our circumstances. In fact, most of us today would say that we not only want that, but we need that. We need just a little bit more peace, love, and joy in our life and in our circumstances. And so for many of us, this is what it feels like life does to us so very often. It feels like we go through so much in this life that's constantly just bending us, constantly bending us, and constantly bending us maybe to the point of almost breaking us. It seems like we're always being bent constantly to the point of almost breaking. Our heartache is constantly bending us. Our pain is constantly bending us. Our confusion is constantly bending us. Our uncertainty is constantly bending us to the point of almost breaking us and we all know this to be true that you can only bend for so long before you start to break and this is true for my life and this is true for your life you and I can only bend for so long before we start to break but there's also many things in this life that we can control we know that so many things in this life that we can control, like our reactions and the way we respond to life. But we also know this to be true. When life is bending us, many times there's so many other things in our life that we absolutely cannot control. So many things about this life are simply out of our control. And so today I want to talk about this. What do you do when life is bending you to the point of breaking you? What do you do when your circumstances and your storms are absolutely out of your control? 
soul and it's bending you in this life and exhausting you in this life and breaking you in this life and it's chaotic in this life and it's now the hurts and the storms and the trials that we have to navigate through because life is bending us so much to the point of breaking us and all of this is very, very heavy on our soul. And let's be honest, when you and I feel this way, this is how we explain this. This is what we feel. This is what we experience deep down in our heart and in our spirit and in our soul. And this is what it is. And notice this. It's hopeless. We just feel hopeless. We can't control it and we don't know how to fix it. And that's what it means to feel hopeless. I can't control it and I don't know how to fix it. And when you are here in life, what then? That's the question. What then when you feel hopeless? When your life is bending to the point of breaking and you don't know how to stop it and you don't know how to control it and you don't know how to fix it. How do you keep going when you're bending and breaking? How do you pick up the broken pieces? then? How do you keep believing then when you keep bending and breaking in this life? And all of this can make our life and our future feel very, very unsettled. And underneath all of this heaviness and underneath all of these feelings of being unsettled, this is what we need. We need a reason. We need a reason today. Something bigger than us. Something greater than us. We need a reason to keep going. We need a reason to stand back up again. We need a reason to worship again. We need a reason to believe again. We need a reason to have faith again. We need a reason to keep going forward when everything in us tells us to stop. Several years ago, some scientists did this experiment on hope versus hopelessness. And this is what they did. They took two different sections of rats, two different groups of rats, and they had a pool of water. The first group of rats they put in that pool of water and they just left them there. And so they would try to swim, they would try to swim, they wouldn't help them, they wouldn't rescue them, they just put them in that pool of water and let them there. And they would all swim for about 15 minutes and then about the 15 minute mark they would all just give up and die. The second group of rats they put in this pool of water, they would let them swim on their own. And every minute or so, they would pick them up for a few seconds and give them relief and put them back in the water. And this second group of rats, they would give constant rescue to, constant relief to, just a little bit of rescue, just a little bit of relief. They found those rats never stopped swimming in that pool of water. And their conclusion was this, that meant that the hope of rescue kept them going. The hope of a rescue kept them going. And the same thing is true for us today. The hope of rescue will absolutely keep our heart and our life going, which means sometimes in life we need to know and understand this and remember this today. The hope of rescue will eliminate hopelessness. The hope of rescue in our life can eliminate that feeling in our soul, that chaotic and heavy feeling of hopelessness in our soul. If you and I are going to keep going when life feels hopeless, then we need a reason. And that reason has to be bigger than you. And it has to be bigger than me. And this is one of the passions of my life, to be honest with you. This is one of the passions of my heart. This is something that I understood a long, long time ago. This is something that I believed a 
long, long time ago. This is something that set my heart and my soul and my walk with God on fire a long, long time ago. This is something that strengthened my faith when it was weak a long, long time ago. And remember this today if you're still with me. Sam, still with you. Jesus came to eliminate our hopelessness. He came to give us a reason to get up and keep fighting. He came to give us an anchor for our souls during times of life, constantly bending us and constantly breaking us. And what is it that's bending and breaking you today? What is it that's making your soul exhausted and it's bending you and breaking you? Is it loneliness and fear? Hold on. Is it uncertainty and hurt and exhaustion and pain and loss? Hold on. So many things can bend us today in this life and so many things can break us. But check out what Jesus says right here. In John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus is having a very private moment with his disciples and a very intimate moment with his disciples. And he's helping them believe again and he's helping them have strength. And this is what he says because now he's preparing them for future trials, future pain, future heartache, future storms. Notice what he says in this one verse, John 16, 33. I have told you all of this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials. Here on earth, you will have many sorrows. But take heart, have a strong heart. Don't give up because I have overcome the world. He says, I came to give you peace in the midst of trouble. And in this life, you will have trouble and storms. And right here in this verse, we see that Jesus is preparing them for storms. And they certainly walked through those storms. They certainly had trouble. And so have you and I. In this verse, not only is he preparing his disciples then for future trials and storms, but he's also telling you and I that in this life and in this world, in our future, we will have many more trials. We will have many more storms. He's letting us know that you and I will face the chaotic heaviness of life. He is preparing us for it. But he also wants us to know that when we do know this, it doesn't make it any easier. Knowing that you're going to have future storms in this life doesn't make it any easier when you go through those storms. That's like knowing that you're going to have surgery next week doesn't make going through the surgery any easier. And the same is true for our life and our storms in this life. But he says right here that Jesus came to give us peace even in the face of bending and breaking, he came to give us peace. So take heart and do not give up. And he lets us know that even though the world is breaking us, it says that Jesus has overcome the world. Now, that word overcome in the original, this is what it means. It means that Jesus didn't just have victory on the cross, but after he rose from the dead, that he has continuous victory still. That Jesus is still having victory over the world world. And where is he now? His spirit is on the inside of us. And this is what he says. He says that you and I are more than conquerors. In this moment, Jesus eliminates our hopelessness. Because as we walk with God, even though the world is constantly bending us and breaking us, Jesus is always overcoming the world. And we are walking with him so he can always help us stand back up again. He eliminates hopelessness because he's always there 
there to offer a rescue. He eliminates hopelessness. We keep fighting. Why? Because he's always there to offer a rescue. We keep running. Why? Because he's always there to offer a rescue. We keep believing. We keep praying. We keep worshiping. We keep punching. We keep kicking. We keep standing back up again. Why? Because he's always there to offer a rescue. Check out this next verse, Hebrews 6.19. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. Now, we drop an anchor in the lake or the river or the ocean to make sure that the current doesn't take us where we don't want to go. And the current of this world and the current of heartache and pain in this life is always trying to take us down the wrong pathway. But Jesus, in our relationship with Him, is the anchor of hope for our soul when these uncontrollable storms of life are bending us and breaking us. And this relationship with Jesus allows us to hold on when life is bending us and breaking us. And so remember this today. This is something else that this relationship with Jesus that is an anchor for our soul allows us to do. And remember this. It allows us to redefine what we cannot control because now we know that even in our darkest moments with Jesus, it is not over. He is our hope when life feels hopeless. And so we must do this during times of this world and storms and life and chaos bending and breaking us. We must do this. And this is the passion of my heart. And this is the one thing that has helped me stand up over and over and over again when life is dark. This one thing helps me stand back up again when life is confusing. This one thing helps me stand back up again when life is filled with depression and grief and anguish and loss and fear. This one thing always helps me stand back up again. And this is what it is. And notice this today. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. We must set our hope on Jesus and not just say that we do, but I mean really set our hope on Jesus. Remember when Peter tried to walk on water? He thought that he had fixed his eyes on Jesus until he started sinking and then he really fixed his eyes on Jesus. Well, this is what it means to actually set your hope in your heart on Jesus Christ and remember this today and notice this. It means that we let Jesus be the focus of our life even when you're not sinking and that way when you start sinking and you will, he will already be your anchor. When you start having pain and it starts to sink you and you will, when you start having more heartache and more confusion and more storms and more battles and more giants and it starts to sink you and it will, Jesus and your walk with him and your faith will already be your anchor and when this happens, he will already be your anchor when you bend and break again and again. He will already be your anchor when you go through that storm and that pain and that fear again and again. He will already be your anchor when you go through that doubt and that panic and that stress and that exhaustion again and again. And He will already be your anchor when you go through that heaviness again and again. Because even though we face troubles, we set our hope on Jesus. Even though we face darkness and confusion, we set our hope on Jesus. Even though we face storms and desperation and bending points and breaking points, we set our hope on Jesus. And this kills our hopelessness so we can learn how to fight again. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Stay tuned 
then right after this, we have some amazing worship from the Amazing Water's Edge Band. We cannot wait to see you back next week. We love you all.